Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm Jenny Peterson, a stay-at-home mom of three, turned six-figure social media influencer, turned CEO of my own seven-figure product-based business. I'm obsessed with all things online business, online marketing, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, and social selling. Why am I spilling all my secrets? Because I believe when we all do better, we all do better. Let's dive in. Friend, I have missed you. Welcome to season three of the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I took a little bit of time off for personal reasons, and this feels like a new season for me. And I am so excited for this season of my life. I'm so excited to be sharing it with you to get back to our regular podcasting schedule, to get back to a consistent podcasting schedule. And the Social Media Influencer Podcast, I put out new podcast weekly. I was thinking about this podcast and season three and how I am in a completely different season of my life and in my business than I was when this podcast was started with season one. And I was thinking about how normal that is, that things change, life happens. Sometimes we're forced to pivot. Sometimes we feel called to pivot and go in a new direction. And that is completely normal. So I am so excited to take you along this journey with me even though it may look a little bit different than when we started. The truth is, if you would have told me when I started this podcast where I would be today, I don't think I would have believed you. And it got me thinking, how did I get here? And so I want to share with you the story of how I got here and how the business that I have today that looks completely different than the business that I had just a couple of years ago when this podcast was started, how did I actually get here? So Hopefully you have a drink with you. I am drinking my trim fit like I always do. I love it because it boosts my cognitive function. It boosts my focus. It gives me energy. My body seriously craves it. And I am, it's so crazy to even say it. Like I created this product. So if you want to try it, go to beautifulyou.com. And because you're a listener of the show, you're going to get a discount it's actually on mega sale right now, depending on when you listen to this. Use that code, code Jenny P, anytime that you're listening to this. But if you're listening to the first of the year, the first of 2023, this is the biggest discount that we've offered on TrimFit. It's 20% off on the website. Plus you can stack my discount code, which is 15% off on top of it. Plus you can opt in for subscription and get an additional 10% off. I promise you're going to love it. And you don't have to jump through hoops of fire to cancel if you don't. Hopefully you have a drink. Cheers, because I'm going to share with you the story of how this all started from the beginning. How did I get here? Not only does my business look different today than it was three years ago, but if you had told me long ago that one day I would be doing what I'm doing now, that would have blown my mind completely. Here we go. I'm going to spill it all. And I'm going to be sharing some stories here today that I have never shared on the podcast before, starting with the very beginning and a theme that I have seen with my life, and you're going to see it as I share the story with you, is I see the hand of God in my life directing me, calling me to pivot so many times. And it starts with me as a teenager. I grew up in Kansas. My family moved to Logan, Utah when I was 17 years old. I was shy and introverted, and I didn't have a lot of friends, but I did have a very serious boyfriend, a high school sweetheart. And 
we fell in love. Seriously, I was so young and stupid. If I could go back in time and like shake myself and <laughs> give myself some words of wisdom, I would, wouldn't you? Gosh. Anyways, we were literally babies. And the plan was, is when I graduated high school, because he was older than me, that we would go to Utah State University, which is in Logan, and we would get married. And by the way, it is dumping snow on us. And literally right outside my window, my sweet neighbor, bless his heart, has decided that this is the time to snow plow his driveway. I don't have other time to record this. So if you hearing sounds and all my dogs are home and all my kids are home, here we go. This is real life. So if you're hearing all these sounds in the background, welcome to the way my life sounds for real. Back to the story. So I'm head over heels in love with this boy. I'm young. I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I want to get married right out of high school. And it was like college day at school. And we were required to go to three different classrooms and learn about three different colleges. Like basically colleges were there to recruit us to go to their school, which I thought was really stupid because in such a waste of time, because I already knew where I wanted to go. I wanted to stay in Logan. I wanted to be with my boyfriend. I wanted to get married, but it was required that we went to three different ones. So I can't remember what the third one is, but I went to the USU one, which is where I wanted to go to school. I went to one that's called BYU-Idaho and I don't remember what the third one is. Looking back, I'm so grateful that I went to school that day. I'm so grateful that I went to three different colleges to learn about them instead of ditching class like I wanted to, or as we call in Utah, slough class, which I did a lot. Because something happened in that room when I was learning about BYU-Idaho that changed the trajectory of my life. Here I am, 18 years old, senior in high school, and I'm sitting in an auditorium full of my peers. And that's when I had what I can only call a spiritual experience. The spirit spoke to me so strongly and told me that this is the school that I needed to go to. And it was such a strong spiritual feeling. I started bawling in the middle of this presentation. It came out of nowhere. I was shocked by it. I was embarrassed. Like, why am I crying in a room full of my peers. This is so embarrassing. I don't even want to go to the stupid school. I have a plan for my life. This is not part of the plan. But following that spiritual prompting, I applied for both schools, Utah State University and BYU-Idaho. And I got accepted into both. I decided to go to BYU-Idaho, even though I didn't want to do that, even though that meant that I was now going to be separated from my high school sweetheart. That meant that all of my plans that I had made, the life that I had planned for myself, was now turned upside down on its head. But the spiritual experience that I had that day inside that classroom at such a young age was so strong that I could not deny it. I still cry just thinking about it. I moved to Rexburg, Idaho, which if you've never been, it's basically the frozen tundra. There's nothing out there. It's a tiny town. My boyfriend helped me move up there and he leaves. And who do you think I meet on the very first day of school? My husband. Very first day of school. It's like God didn't waste any time. He put me in the right place at the right time for a reason. And I met Preston Peterson the very first day of school. How we met, that's a completely different story. If you want to hear it, you better slide in my DMs on Instagram. But long story short, I felt so drawn to him. And you know what the craziest thing is? I asked him out, which was not anything that I had ever done before. So against 
my personality. I was really shy. I was really introverted, but I asked him out. And after our first date, I said these words to myself. I want to marry someone like that. I didn't realize that's my husband. I just thought I want to marry someone like that, like this person right here, not the person that I'm currently with. The person who I was currently with wasn't making good decisions. The person that I was currently with had no goals or ambitions, didn't even want to go to school, didn't know what he wanted to be when he grew up. They were so complete opposite. And that night after our date, we hadn't even kissed yet. That night after our date, I called my boyfriend. I broke up with him. And I thank God every day for guiding my life. And here's the theme I see in my life a lot. And you're going to see it throughout the story. I have a plan for my life. This is the plan. This is what I want to do. God comes in and he's like, no, no, this is the plan. Go this way. Go to this school. Here's your husband and guides me in a completely different direction. And guess what? His plan is always better than my plan. Always. I meet Preston when I'm 18 years old. We get married and I'm 19. He's 22. Literally, we are babies. <laughs> like, I cannot believe that we made such an important decision at such a young age. Like, our frontal lobes weren't even developed. Like, I have teenage daughters, and if they come home at 18 or 19 and they're like, I met the man of my dreams, I want to get married, what am I going to say? That's exactly what I did. Not only are we babies, but we have no money. We are broker than broke, literally. My husband had to ask his boss for a pay advance so he could buy my wedding ring. And do you know how I bought his wedding ring? I can't make this crap up. I would make survey calls. I don't even know if they do survey calls anymore. I would call people and have them do surveys. And these weren't short surveys. These were like 40 minute long surveys about all kinds of things. My favorite one, the the one that's most embarrassing, I would call strangers and ask them to complete a survey, which they didn't know was 40 minutes long, about their erectile dysfunction. This is how I paid for my husband's wedding ring. We get married, we go on our honeymoon, we come back and we gotta go straight to work because we got no money. And he's gotta work because he took an advance from his boss. We drive his parents' minivan around because we have no car. We don't have furniture. My husband bought inflatable furniture which he loved and I hated. We go down to Texas and we start working for a pest control company. So he works and knocks doors and sells people on the doors pest control. And I go to the office and then I also go to the gym. We're working our faces off. The first year that we worked, it was just for the summer. So just three or four months, we made $50,000, which was life-changing money at the time, especially for two poor kids that were trying to get through college on their own. So we do it again the next year, we double it. And that next year we start thinking, gosh, if we're making this much money, how much is the owner making? Keep in mind, we're babies right now. We don't even know what we want to be when we're growing up. We're growing up together. So we decide, what if we did our own pest control business? We go to the next summer, we we triple our income again, and we go into it with wanting to learn all aspects of the pest control business together as a team so that we can break off and do our own business. After the summer, we drop out of school. I have my associate's degree. Preston doesn't have a degree yet. We drop out of school. We move to San Antonio, Texas to open up our pest control business. 
And we didn't open it up right away, which I honestly don't remember now why we didn't. I don't remember if it was fear. I don't remember if we were trying to save up money. I don't remember. But all I know is that we both got jobs at the bank together and we were each making $30,000 and we got comfortable. We had amazing benefits at the bank. We were doing the corporate thing and making a decent income. We bought our first house. I got pregnant with our first child. And there was a moment when we considered doing this. We could do this. This could be our life. We could do the corporate thing. We could just forget about opening our own business. And we did that life for over a year. And then we decided, no, we're going to take a chance. We're going to jump. We're going to open a business together. We took our life savings, bought a truck, bought the product, bought all the things that we needed. I honestly, sometimes I look back on the decisions that we made and I'm like, oh my gosh, here's this young married couple bought the first house. I'm pregnant with my first child. We up and quit our jobs. My husband is doing the tech work during the day. So going to customers' houses and doing the services, changing his clothes at night to knock on doors to get more customers. I'm on bed rest because I went into labor with my first child at 26 weeks. That's another story for another time. So I'm laying down on bed rest, answering a cell phone. Peterson Pest Control, this is Jenny. How can I help you? And it's 2007. The recession's about to hit in 2008, which we didn't know was coming. Honestly, I look back and I'm like, we were completely crazy. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm so grateful that we took that leap of faith, that we took a chance because our lives would look so different if we had just done what was comfortable and what was normal. So now I'm a young mom and I'm helping to grow this business, which we are working crazy hours. We aren't paying ourselves. At least I'm not getting paid. I'm working for free. I'm taking my two babies who are 17 months apart to the office with me. They're playing in a playpen while I work. And all I wanted at that point in my life was to be a stay-at-home mom. All I wanted was to get someone else to do the work that I was doing for the pest control business so I could be home and raise my babies. We do that life for several years. I get pregnant with our third child and I finally get my wish. I finally get to hire someone to do all the work that I was doing, quit the pest control business, step away from it and be a full-time stay-at-home mom. And I remember thinking like, once I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom, then I'll be happy. And if you have young kids, you are in it. You are in a season. And I remember that season. I had a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a newborn. And the crazy thing is, is I was not happy. I was so lonely. I didn't have any friends. I talked to toddlers all day and I felt so much guilt that this thing that I wanted to be home with my kids full time was not as beautiful and miraculous and fulfilling as I thought it was going to be. And I started gaining weight and I got depressed and it was so hard. And if you're in that season, mama, you're going to get through it. It's a season and it gets easier. That's all I have to say. But I started wanting to do something for myself. I wanted to connect with other women. I wanted adult friendships. I wanted adult conversations. But here I am at home. What am I going to do? And that's when I found social selling. That's when I joined a network marketing company at the time and started working from my cell phone. I started making money from my cell phone. I started connecting with others via the internet, still being a stay-at-home mom. And I 
Loved it so much. That's how I got into this whole influencer marketing thing, affiliate marketing, network marketing, social selling, whatever you want to call it. That's how it started. It started as a hobby, something that I just wanted to do for myself, became something I absolutely loved and and developed skills and became good at. And I could do it for my cell phone. I could do it while still being a stay-at-home mom. I found a solution. That was about nine years ago. I've been doing this for almost a decade. And I started with the network marketing. I started branching out into affiliate marketing. And I say this in the intro of this podcast, which by the way, do you listen to podcast intros? Because I find myself when I'm listening to a show over and over and I've heard the intro over and over, I'm like, I just skip it. (laughs) Do you listen to them? Do you like having an intro? Or should we just skip it completely? Please tell me over on Instagram. But in my intro, I say I was a full-time stay-at-home mom turned six-figure social media influencer, turned owner and CEO of my own seven-figure product-based business. This is the story behind that, how I went from being a stay-at-home mom to making multiple six figures doing affiliate marketing to now I own my own product-based business and we are generating, we're in the second year of business, we are generating multiple seven figures, which is just insane to me. By the way, I didn't mention this. We still have that pest control company that we started just the two of us so many years ago. Now we have, I don't even know how many employees. I honestly don't even know. Last I checked, it was over, I think 300 employees. I think we're in 14 locations around the US. We were named, um, I can't remember the number, We were like 64 fastest growing pest control company in the US. We still have that company. It is still alive and well and thriving. And that really is my husband's business. I haven't been in that business in a really long time. There's pros and cons to both network marketing and affiliate marketing. There's pros and cons to social selling. And being in this industry for almost a decade, I have experienced a lot, the good and the bad. And I wouldn't change any of it, even the bad, because that is really shaped the affiliate marketing company that I own today. So Preston and I started dreaming. It really started just as casual conversations, conversations that we would talk about what kind of business would we we own if we owned a product-based business? What kind of business would we own if we owned an affiliate marketing business? And a lot of it came out of frustrations that would happen. For example, with my network marketing company at the time, they didn't have any products on subscription. So something that would happen that I hated and that ultimately made me so burned out is we would hustle our faces off every single day. And the last day of the month was the worst. On the last day of the month, the cutoff time was 2 a.m. And it was such a grind to try to hit our numbers, to try to motivate a team of over 10,000 women to hit numbers, to work, to work, to work, to recruit, to recruit, to recruit, to sell, to sell, to sell. For what? To wake up on the first of every month back at zero. No residual income, no subscription sales. It was constantly hustling for the one-time sale. So as Press and I were talking and dreaming and just thinking about like, what if we did our own company? I knew that if we ever did our own company, all of the products that we had would be on subscription so that our affiliates could make the sell once and get paid for it over and over and over again. Some of the things that I was frustrated about and hated about affiliate marketing, I have so many stories I could tell you. One, most affiliate marketing companies, it's almost like they plan. Like, how can we pay our affiliates the least amount of money? 
They pay them for the one-time sale. They gather all of the customer's information. They retarget that customer for future sales and they cut the affiliate out as fast as possible. Here's a couple of real life examples that happened to me. I have a company that I was an affiliate with and I did not realize this, but somebody would go through my link to this company's website, right? They found the company from me. The company then had a pop-up that would pop up on the website a few seconds after the customer was on the website that would say, spin the wheel to get a discount. You know, try your luck. What kind of savings will you get? What I didn't know is that if somebody spinned that wheel, I lost the sale. I no longer got credit or commissions if that person made a purchase. And by the way, with that company, I was making 8%. How is that fair? Like, why? Like, make it make sense. You have an affiliate who's sending you business. Pay the freaking 8%. Another negative experience that I had. And here's the thing. All these negative experiences, I am so grateful for because There's so many companies out there that do affiliate marketing and they have never been an affiliate marketer. They've never done social selling. They've never had to create the content. They've never had to do any of it. And a lot of them say, oh, we care about our affiliates. Do you? Do you actually? Do you know what we do to help your business grow? How can you truly understand your affiliates and understand how to make decisions that are in their best interest and fully appreciate them if you've never walked a day in their shoes. One of the companies that I worked for, like their motto was like, the presenters come first. But I'm like, really? Then why are you making decisions that are not in the best interest for your presenters, for your affiliates, for your people? All right, back to this other experience that happened, which I cannot make this crap up. So it was a company that I worked with for years and we had the ability to earn a higher discount code for our followers if we hit a certain sales target. I believe I had to sell $10,000 a month minimum to get my own special code, which was better than anybody else's code. And you better believe I hustled my face off to do that because I wanted my customers to get the biggest discount possible. Well, what I didn't realize, and also which never stated in the affiliate agreement. Cause in the affiliate agreement, it said that we would get paid if someone went through our link and, or used our code. That's what I signed. But this company, what they would do is they would only pay us if somebody used our link. And if somebody used that special code that I got from working my butt off and got a bigger discount, they didn't pay their affiliates and they never told us like, again, make it make sense. Why would you put this, hey, if you sell X amount of money, we're going to give you a special code, but if people use your special code, you're not actually going to get paid. Make it make sense. So I found out about it, reached out to the company. Turns out they owed me five figures. And the only way that I got that money was by signing a document that I wouldn't tell anybody about it. A legal document, having to deal with their, their lawyer who was a complete piece of work. Let me tell you what. And I was making 10% commission. So in order for me to generate five figures of unpaid income, that means that I had sold hundreds of thousands of dollars for them that they never paid me on. This is like robbery, seriously. And I can't even tell anybody about it. Make a Netflix series documentary about that. 
Okay. So that's why I'm not telling you the names of these companies because I don't want to get in trouble. But I learned from these experiences. If I ever had an affiliate marketing company, we would pay our affiliates if someone used their link and or their code, period. And we wouldn't try to find workarounds of how not to pay our people because the truth is for these affiliate marketing companies, your affiliates are the bloodline to your business. They're the reason that you have customers in the first place. And if you don't take care of your affiliates, you're going to lose them. I don't work for either of those companies anymore. We talked a little bit about how I wanted to create products that had to be ordered on subscription. Just in the dreaming phase, like if I ever had a company, they my products would be on subscription. Well, I worked for an affiliate marketing company that had their products on subscription. It gave the customer a bigger discount if they ordered on subscription. It's better for the company if the customer orders on subscription. It's better for the customer because then they don't run out of their products. They can use it consistently. And I asked this company, what happens if I have a customer sign up on subscription and they use my code? You know what they said? You get paid for the one-time sale. Make it make sense. Guess what I never sold for them or pushed or even talked about? Subscriptions. Why would I? I wasn't getting paid if they ordered on subscription, but I had the chance of having that customer order again and getting paid again by hustling for the one-time sale. So I decided if we ever had a company, first we'd offer our products on subscription. And you know what? We would do something different that I've never seen any other affiliate marketing company do. We would pay our people every single month that their people stayed on subscription. Another story, I worked for another company for years. I'm talking like five or six years. And they were constantly coming out with new products. And occasionally they would send us a product. They would never really tell us about the new products that they were bringing out. I normally found after they had launched, it was normally like a customer that would say on one of my live videos, hey, have you tried XYZ? And I'm like, what? What's that? (laughs) Like I was never in the know with them. And I think people think affiliate marketers just get everything for free. Not true. I had to buy with my own money all of their products and they had a lot of them. But I looked at it as an investment in my own business because how am I gonna sell something if I don't have it? So that triggered the thought, if I ever had an affiliate marketing company, we would have a way for them to earn free products always. And we would tell them new product announcements ahead of time, not just surprise them with it. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Our affiliates should know about new product launches before they happen. They should have the products for free so that they can sell them, so that they can use them, so that they can share about them, so they can get their own results. Another affiliate marketing company that I worked for had some of their biggest competition go out of business. And I knew a lot of the other affiliates that worked for their competition. And the owner asked me, hey, can you recruit some of these people? And I asked the owner, do you have any kind of like recruiting bonus? Like, do I get anything for recruiting people, for bringing new affiliates into your business? And they said, no, guess what I didn't do? Why would I take my time, energy, and attention helping you build your business when I get literally nothing out of it? So I decided, hey, if I ever have my own company, and somebody refers a new affiliate into our company, they're helping us grow. They're helping us reach new people. They're helping to increase our revenues because they opened their mouth and they invited a friend. 
we're going to pay them for that. There's so many other stories that I could share with you, stories where I didn't feel seen, I didn't feel heard, I didn't feel important, I felt like a number. There was no relationship with the companies that I was working with. And honestly, it's from these positive and negative experiences that I've had that we created our affiliate program, which is different than any other affiliate program on the face of the planet. This business just started out as a dream. It just started out as conversations, just me and my husband dreaming together. But we started like putting it out there and looking for something. We had several opportunities come up that we said no to because they didn't feel right. And then we met our current business partners. And have you ever met people? And the way that we met, I mean, God was in it 100%, the way that we met. It's not random. It was just like a full body, yes, this is it. They were looking for something too. And in 2019, we created you, the business that we have today. We started creating our very first product, which took us over two years to create and perfect. And it's collagen. If you've tried, I've tried so many collagens on the market. Most of them taste disgusting. I don't know about you, but if I need to take something every single day for my health, it's got to taste good. And in the book that I love, Atomic Habits by James Clear, he says if you're trying to create a new habit, one of the ways that you can hack that is make it enjoyable. If it's not enjoyable, you're not going to stick with it. While we're creating this company, in the behind the scenes, nobody knows about it. There's COVID. There's lockdowns. There's the world shutting down. Insane. Now there's product and supply chain issues. We finally launch our business in July of 2021. And at this time, I was still in my network marketing company. I was still working with all of the companies that I worked into affiliate marketing for. And now I was running a company that I owned, a product-based company, an affiliate marketing company. I took things that I loved from network marketing and things that I loved from affiliate marketing and put them into this affiliate program. I left out all the things that I hated. So we do things differently. We're not network marketing but we're not quite affiliate marketing either. It's different. And I honestly don't know what to call it. At you, you really matter. Our affiliates really matter. We don't make decisions without asking the question, is this in the best interest for our affiliates? We don't try to pay them some minuscule percentage on a one-time sell and then take the customer information and try to cut the affiliate out as soon as possible. I want to have a long-term relationship with my affiliates. I want an affiliate partnership that lasts for years. So in my affiliate marketing company, we pay high commissions. We pay tiered commissions. The more you sell, the more you make. When our affiliates sell a subscription, which is the best thing for the customer because they get the biggest discount, it helps them stay consistent. It's the best thing for the affiliate because they get paid every single month. Their people stay on subscription. It just makes sense. So what do you think my affiliates push? They push subscriptions. That is true residual income. Our subscriptions hit at 12.05 a.m. every night. So literally that is make money while you sleep income. You're not having to hustle, hustle, hustle your face off for the one-time sell, working your butt off to the last day of the month, and then waking up on the first of the first of the month with zero. You now have subscriptions that are automatically hitting subscriptions that you did the work for once and you're getting paid for over and over again. How are my affiliates going to sell if they don't have product? We have a reward system in place so that they can earn one, two, three products every single month for free. We have a recruiting bonus. When our affiliates refer a new affiliate into our program, 
We pay them 5% commission of everything that affiliate sells, even on their subscriptions. That means if that affiliate sells a subscription, every single month, the person who referred that affiliate is getting paid 5% commissions. It's our way of saying thank you. Thank you for helping us get the word out. Thank you for helping us build this company. Thank you for helping us reach new people. Thank you for taking the time to open up your mouth and to talk to your friends and tell them about us. We pay our people whether somebody uses their code and or their link. And not only that, we've actually put in a setting that if somebody goes to the website and they forget to use your code or link, but they have ordered before, their email is tied to you. We don't look for ways to not pay our affiliates. We look for ways to pay our affiliates. I want my affiliates to be making big checks. We just announced something super exciting and super cool. No other affiliate company is doing this. We just announced profit sharing. We have a profit sharing plan in place where our affiliates can earn a portion of the profits based on shares. It's calculated monthly. It's paid out quarterly. Nobody else is doing this. Our program is different. And I'm so passionate about this because it's an affiliate marketing program created by an affiliate. It's a program created for an affiliate's by an affiliate. It's a program created for influencers by an influencer. It's different. The industry currently is broken. The way that things are happening is not right. And I am so passionate about changing this industry. We're the first to do it. This is revolutionary in the affiliate marketing space, but mark my words, other people will follow suit. And I hope they follow suit because I believe that if you take care of your people, if you take care of your affiliates who are the lifeblood of your business, they're going to have a partnership with you for years to come. When you put your people first, when you pay your people accordingly, when you appreciate them, when you listen to them, when you ask for their feedback, when you are are transparent and open and honest and communicate with them, when they are successful, you're going to be successful. Put your people first and the success will follow. This is the affiliate marketing product-based business that I helped create and I'm super proud of. And a couple of things happened along the way, which really impacted the journey. And again, God's hand was in it. I'm like, here's the plan. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run a company and stay in network marketing and do all the affiliate things and be a mom and be a wife, blah, 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 right? Well, in October of 2021, on my birthday, my network marketing company called me not to wish me happy birthday, but to tell me that they were coming out with a collagen. And at the time, the presenter's agreement was set up that I would be not in compliance, I would be breaking my agreement by selling a competing product. So I had to choose to either quit my network marketing company, which was a big income. Remember, this is a brand new startup business that I wasn't paying myself from yet at the time, or close the doors on my business that I just opened. And I decided to quit my network marketing company. And I've talked a little bit about that. And here's the thing. When it happened, it felt devastating. When it happened, it like it blindsided me, completely blindsided me. I worked for a makeup and skincare company and they're coming out with collagen, completely blindsided me. And I was devastated and I was scared. How am I going to replace that income? And here's the thing. What it forced me to do, and I didn't realize at the time, is instead of having one foot in my network marketing business and one foot in my business, 
it forced me to go all in on my own business. And it 10 x my business. My business exploded. I was able to put my time, energy, and attention into my business and not have to be working that other company. And I replaced and supplemented my income tenfold. And God blessed my business. And that's the thing is God is in the details. His plan is always better than our own. Something else happened recently that shook me. On Cyber Monday 2022, I lost my Facebook page completely. Gone. Taken down without warning and with no explanation from Meta or Facebook. No explanation at all. And I've had this page for years. I mean, this represents seven years of hard work. Over 100,000 followers. No violations. And just like that, it was taken away overnight. And that rocked me. And I was so depressed about it. And then I had a realization one day when I was crying in the shower. And I realized, what if this too is a blessing in disguise? Just like the network marketing company being forced to leave that, go all in on my business. That was a biggest blessing in disguise. The biggest blessing in disguise. I thank God for that. What if this too is a blessing in disguise? Partnerships that I've had with affiliate marketing companies for five, six years, gone overnight. That income gone overnight. Again, it's scary. How am I going to supplement that income? What am I going to do? And the thought came to me when I was in the shower, talking with God, crying, feeling sorry for myself. What if this is a blessing in disguise? I believe that life happens for us, not to us. What if this is God's way of making me pivot again? A lot of time, energy, and attention was going into that page, going into creating content for other people's businesses who didn't even appreciate me. What if this was forcing me once again to go all in on my business on a different level of commitment? Burn your boats, Jenny. Burn your boats. This is it. Because I've thought about rebuilding. I don't want to rebuild on Facebook. I'll be straight up honest with you. I'm like, why would I rebuild here? If you're not even going to tell me what I did wrong, why you took away my page, you did it without warning and no explanation. Why would I rebuild here? So I'm really stepping into 2023 and season three of this podcast is going to look so different than season two and season one. While I was having that experience in the shower, I was crying and talking to God and feeling sorry for myself and asking him why and I had the thought come to my mind, do I really trust God? Like, do I really trust him? Do I really trust that his plan's better than mine? Because if I did, I wouldn't be crying in my shower. I would be going forward with faith. So that's what I'm doing. Honestly, I'm giving it to God, going forward in faith and saying, okay, this was taken away. Maybe it's for a reason. Time to go all in again on my business. Time to double down again on my business. Time to let God's plan happen. Even though I, it's different than what I had planned for myself, I trust that his plan is better than my own. So this new season that I'm navigating is kind of scary. It's stepping into fully being the CEO of my business. It's stepping in 100% of running this business and running with it and running with my affiliates and burning my boats and not being distracted by other things and other companies, but putting all of my time, energy, and attention into this. That's the season of life that I'm in right now. 
I'm excited to share it with you. I don't know what it's going to look like. We're going to find out together. But I do trust. I do trust in the Lord. With all my heart, lean not unto my own understanding. and all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. I do trust God. And I do see his hand in my life. So with that trust in him, we're going forward with 2023. And I'm excited to share it with you. If by chance after listening to this episode, you're like, dang, Jenny, I want to work with you. Your affiliate marketing program sounds different than any other program I've seen. Well, it is. It is, friend, because it was created for an affiliate by an affiliate. We don't make decisions unless we do what's in the best interest of our affiliates. If you want to work with me, I would love to work with you. You can apply to become an affiliate at you. That's Peterson. Jenny is J-E-N-N-Y. L-E-E Peterson is P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N.com. So that's u.jennyleepeterson.com. And that's where you can find our affiliate application. And seriously, no pressure. This is not for everybody. And I totally get that. I want to run with those who also want to run. So if you're listening and you're like, I don't really want to be an affiliate. Okay. I'm grateful for you that you are here, that you've tuned in, that you've gotten to the end of this episode, that you're supporting and listening to the show. That means the world to me. Thank you so much. If you want to get my weekly text message with a reminder of the show for the week, and you want me to send you a direct link for that show, you're going to want to text me the word podcast to 385-220-8658. Don't worry, you don't have to memorize that phone number. You can find it in the show notes along with all of the links and everything that we talked about in today's podcast episode. As always, thank you for spending this time with me. Thank you for hitting the subscribe button so we can spend more time together in the future. I will see you inside the next episode.